Welcome to Thriving the Future podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Episode 12, Achieve Your Intentional Life Goals, Not Futile Resolutions. Welcome back to the the Thriving the Future podcast. This episode will air January 23rd. Mm. And by now, everyone has failed their resolutions and given up, according to statistics. True. But wait a minute. Haven't we seen so many podcasts and articles about this is how you make a habit and this is how you make a process and this is how you make a resolution and this is how you keep to it. So what went wrong? What went wrong? Well, one, they waited till December or January 1st to make the resolution. Right. Or to kick the resolution off, right? Right. Or you're saying, I am not going to do this new thing that I want to do until Mm -hmm. you've already broken the first rule of creating any intention for your life, you procrastinated. Mm-hmm. So all the time between when you decided what that was and when you decided you were going to start, you have that many days of failure <laughs> being rewarded going into the first day of trying to do it. Yeah, it was interesting. So last week was uh, the last week of 2021. We're recording this a couple of weeks early, right? And... Uh, and there were all kinds of people saying, yeah, my resolution is going to be this. And then, but I'm not going to start until till this weekend. My favorite email last week came from Hotep Jesus. Oh, yeah? And his was on, you failed because you procrastinated. Wow. And it wasn't even the and first because it, it was not. And he was saying, you're failing. You need to stop. And that every day is New Year's. Wow. And every day, you have a choice to become a better person. Yeah. So I sent him a reply because part of making a new habit or fulfilling a thing is to tell somebody what you're doing. And I said, that's great. This is the best email I've had in my inbox. And I said, I agree. I'm not setting a yearly goal. I'm setting a quarterly one hmm. because I don't have a whole year to get better. Good. That is a mindset shift, right? Right. Or even a month, right? So, right. you know, yeah, that's good. And and one of the keys for designing an intentional life and having that mindset that goes beyond just a temporary resolution is realizing that every day is new, right? That this is the first day of the rest of your life. And you could have completely screwed things up up to this point. Not you, but, you know. Right. Well, and, I do. Uh, right. <laughs> And, I mean, there's people that walk away from that stuff, and uh, they redesign their life. And that's one of the keys from the resolution we've been talking about, about lifestyle, you know, designing the intentional life, you know. Yeah, discovering what is your intention for your life so that you can design towards it, yeah. Right, and then then designing that intentional life. And that's the other problem with a resolution, Mm -hmm. is you are not changing your identity. Ooh. That's You're good. trying to change just an outcome. Hmm. So you have to change the outcome. Then you have to change the behavior. And you try to stay to be the same person. Hmm. So you say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. So I'm going to lose 20 pounds. But I'm not going to change what I eat. Hmm. And I'm not going to change what it is. I w- I'm not going to change what you eat. And you're not going to change your desires, your wants, and sure. how you see yourself sure. as that. And we know from smoking studies that smokers that say, I quit, restart more often 
than people that say, I am no longer a smoker. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Right. There, there, there's a big difference between there. Uh -huh. I quit. Uh huh. If you quit, you can restart. I am not a smoker. That is an identity thing. Uh -huh. This thing is no longer part of my identity, and that takes them to greater success. So it's not, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. It's, I am going to exercise. Uh -huh. I am going to change the way I eat. I no longer eat this thing. I've had to do that because the AIP diet, right? Sure. And the paleo diet. A lot of people struggle, and that struggle is, I they're, they're not going to identity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've quit eating grains. Not, right. I am not a grain eater. Right. Or even saying that I am paleo now. Right. I am paleo now. Yeah, that's made that's made a difference in my life. Right. Because you, 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 you have said this is now you've now identified yourself with being that. Right. So every time you don't do it, your mind goes, wait, but that's not who we are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's not who I am. Yeah, that's good. So, so that, that's the other problem with the resolution. So mm -hmm. we, we, we put it off. Then we're trying to change an outcome without changing who we are. But it's also part of denial, right? So it's right. denying that, that, A, you have a problem. I mean, people sort of say they have a problem. But to adapt that new or adopt that new identity, then you have to, you have to get over that and denial of, right. of your old identity, right? Why why do people do something that we consider a bad habit or they consider a bad habit for themselves? Mm -hmm. There's reward in it. Yeah. I eat the chocolate. I have the dopamine. I feel good. So if you say, I'm going to stop eating chocolate this year mm -hmm. or I'm going to eat less chocolate this year. And you say that on like Christmas, right? Right. Because you're sitting down. you got all that chocolate in front of you. This is the last piece of fudge I'm going to have for the next X months or whatever it is, right? Sure. But you just picked up that piece of fudge, you ate it, and your brain says, fudge, reward, fudge, reward. And then mm -hmm. it's the next day after Christmas, and there's still some leftover fudge, isn't there? Right, right. And then there's that box of candies, and there's the candy canes that got left over, and then there's the candy canes that come down off the Christmas tree, and then, and you're on the sugar. Mm -hmm. And so every day, wait, getting up to the day, you want, you're one, you're procrastinating, and you're rewarding procrastination. Right. So and you're then, making that habit even deeper. Correct. And then by not changing your identity, then you go to a party or you go to a friend's house for a dinner. And then... Well, that FUD... It, I, I can start again next Well, year. not only that, but I mean, you know, the it's, wheat, the... the oh, or, yeah. Or whatever it is, right? Whatever. I'm going to make yes. a deception because they made this and, and they didn't listen to what I said or... Or, um, you it's know, it's okay to procrastinate again. It's, it's okay to cheat today. I'm going to have a cheat day. How many, how many diets have, do people have where they have a cheat day? It's okay to have a cheat day. And that violates that identity. Because they don't have a diet. Where I've seen, right. But I've also seen the, that, that you have the success when your friends know that you're paleo too. So not only do they go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. They pro, they eventually get through repetition. They get to the point where they are also not doing it reactionary. Like, oh, oh, sorry, I made I made noodles. They they go, hey, I made you this. Right. When you go over there, so, and then so, so that's look, an identity change, and, and you're not forcing them or whatever else, right. and they don't have to be apologetic. They recognize your identity change, right? Right. Let's do one thing, and then let's move from diet to something else. Okay. Right? How, how do most people define diet? 
they define it by these rules by which they are eating, right? Mm-hmm. But you go look and you look at the diet of a lion or a tiger or a chipmunk. Hmm. That means the things this animal eats. We don't have a diet. We have a set of rules that we are following so that we lose weight, so we stay healthy. So a diet is what you actually do. Hmm. Okay. So even calling something like paleo diet, right? It's got the right word, but we don't treat it right because we have the wrong association for diet. Hmm. Because diet would say, this is the way I now eat. And we were talking this week off offline from the podcast about about how paleo has been bastardized, right? So now it's paleo as long as you don't use grains. Okay, but somebody's making somebody's making paleo desserts that are that are cookies that you know they're they're with coconut they're with almond flour and when they're with coconut sugar and they have almost as much sugar as regular cookies, right? But they're paleo and you know and stuff well, like that. I, I don't see that as the problem, right? Well, that's, the problem is this is in the paleo cookbook. Sure. So I can cook these and have them every week. Exactly. And then yeah, not. I'm going to make these special paleo cookies for my birthday party mm. or for this paleo person's birthday party, right? Mm. It's a special day. They get a treat, right? Isn't that a cheat day? No. Okay. How many people eat chocolate cake on their birthday or strawberry cake or whatever their yeah, favorite right, cake is, yeah. right? And they cheat. That right? is a celebration. It's mm-hmm. not a cheat. It's a part of their diet. On right. their birthday, they celebrate. Okay, okay. And that's how they celebrate. Right. Some people have a beer. Some people have a scotch, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That is a reward. For getting another year. For getting another year. It's part of the celebration. It's part of culture. It's part of that. But they're not having cake every single day. Okay, okay. If you're having cake every single day, uh-huh. then it's a part of your diet. Okay. And then trying to say no, and I'm going to cheat off of my rules. Right. But if you're having cake at your birthday and somebody else's birthday to help them celebrate, uh-huh. then that's not it's not near the same thing. It's sure. not a cheat day. It's a part of sure. normal life and celebration. Yeah, if you have... if you have Calling it a cheat day actually triggers that, ooh, cheating is okay. Gets rewarded. Oh. I get that thing I really want. Wow. You ingrain that habit deeper every time you reward it. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Cheat day. A reward. Everybody says cheat day. Yay. Uh-huh. Cheating on a test did not get rewarded, did it? Uh-huh. Sometimes maybe for a while, but you eventually get caught, right? Right. And then you have that painful moment. So that's the same thing you do. Uh-huh. So if you're going to deprogram a habit, you stop rewarding it. Sure. Okay. Let's move on from diet. Okay. So um, how many people do you know? Since our podcast on gardening, who said they want to start a garden or they want to start start homesteading? Mm-hmm. Quite a few. How many of them started today? Big zero. What'd they do? They talked about it. They procrastinated. They procrastinated. And they rewarded procrastinating. Right. So some of that is toolbox fallacy. Like we were talking about, oh, if I only had this. We already had some conversations about that in the, in the Telegram group this week. Right. Right. Oh, I can't do that because I don't have this land, or I don't have this, and that's toolbox fallacy, which we talked about last week. Right. But they're already setting themselves up for failure because they're not saying, I'm a gardener, 
and I'm a uh, homesteader. I am going to be this thing one day. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I am going to start down there. So every day between then, when you start and now, is a day of rewarding, failing, becoming what you intend to be. Right. Good. A resolution is something I am going to do. Mm-hmm. A lifestyle or an intention is something I do. Mm. Right? There, there's a big difference there. Right. So if you're going to be a homesteader or you're going to be a gardener, then you need to go find a garden catalog today. You sure. need to look up one piece of information on gardening. It doesn't even have to be big. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Search shovels and look at shovel images on yep. Google Images. It is one small step. You've actually started. Look at tell the yourself, you're, tell, tell yourself you're going to look at one page of the seed catalog every day. Mm. Right? Yeah. I'm going to get up. I'm going to open the seed catalog. I'm going to look at one page. Mm-hmm. No, that's too much. That's too hard. I am going to look at one of the descriptions for one of the varieties on page one. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I will look at page two. and but uh, The next one. But take it more beyond looking at it, saying, what would it be like? No, 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 no. That's, no? Too, that's too hard. That's too much? Right. Okay. Because the way you build a habit is you make it rewarding, right? Right. So you don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what kills people, is they overwhelm themselves with, I've got all this information. I have to sort it. I have to make index cards. I have to figure this out. I have to figure right. that out. What am I going to buy? What? No. I'm going to read and learn about this, and I'm going to do one. Mm-hmm. You know what happens to you? Two or three weeks in, you feel stupid for only reading one, and you read more. Mm-hmm. They do this to people that don't want to exercise, right? Sure. Your, 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 your goal is going to be, I'm going to come home from work, and I'm going to change into my workout clothes. And you just do that for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm going to come home from work, I'm going to change into my workout clothes, and I'm going to open the door and I'm going to stand on the porch. Then I'm going to, next day I'm going to take a step down. Then maybe I'll go for a walk partway down the block, right? Come back. Mm. And then over time, you are building that habit of doing that thing. And you're not failing big, right? right. Because my goal was only to come home and put on my workout clothes. Mm-hmm. Once I got that mastered, right, I have the cue next, right? I'm going to go outdoors. Right. I'm going to walk partway down the block. I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. And you, you're starting to build that into your life. Sure. One small piece at a time. But you have the cue. I came home from work. Mm-hmm. I put on my workout clothes. Eventually, you go, if I'm going to put on the workout clothes, I should walk farther, farther right? And then you start walking. And you start walking farther mm-hmm. and farther. And, far- and you're just moving that along. And then, you know, you add another habit on the end of that, right? So I got home from my walk. Now I am going to go and pick a de- vegetable for dinner, right? So now you've set cues. Mm-hmm. I picked the vegetable for dinner. I'm going to prepare this vegetable. But maybe that's too hard, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the whole thing with the walk. When I get home from the walk, I am going to look at recipes for carrots. Hmm. Okay. Right? Or whatever vegetable, just right, for right, right, green right. beans, whatever. And maybe you move it every few days, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's, I'm going to buy that at the store next time. Sure. Right? And you're building all these cues in. Now you've got all that time, right? Now you've got the vegetable in the refrigerator. Now you cook it. Mm-hmm. And this this is what you need to do for some things. I mean, this is, 
Some people need this, some people don't, right? And some people need to make the reward immediate. Right. So they have a checklist where they mm-hmm. check it off, or they have a marble. They move from one bowl to another bowl. I changed into my workout clothes today, and I move a marble. Mm-hmm. And in several weeks, you've got a bigger pile of marbles there, and you go, that's really cool. That works for some people. Doesn't really work for me. Right. But however those habit trackers work, right, for you, whether it's check boxes, stickers on a calendar. I mean, it's what we do with kids. Right. Show up for school, get the little gold star. Uh-huh. Color your paper right, get the gold star, right? Uh-huh. We change that into letter grades. Sure. And we and we wonder why high school students are completely freaked out about their grades, right? They're not getting their reward. Mm. They're not getting gold stars anymore. Well, this, the gold star is now an A. Yeah, but it doesn't have the it, visceral... It, it, but they're not getting what they wanted. Correct. So it doesn't have the exact same reward. Mm. And so that's why they fret so much about it. And everybody else is like, well, yeah, grades matter, but it's more important you're learning something. Okay. But we gave them the wrong reward. A grade? We, yeah, we gave them a star and a grade. Mm-hmm. Color your paper right, and you give them a different reward. Look at what you did. Right, that makes autonomous workers and autonomatons, right? So it just makes robots. We didn't make learning the goal, and then we expect them to not care about the grades and care about the goal. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can take it on to something else, right? You want to start a business. we got how many people that want a side hustle? We've heard from several, right? Several, yeah. Why aren't they doing it? Can you tell me what they've done wrong if they're not doing it today? They didn't start. They didn't start, so mm-hmm. they procrastinated right. and rewarded talking and procrastinating rather mm-hmm. than doing. Or I can't, you know, I can't do this until I get that, right? Right. And uh, Or just go and, and, and learn a little bit every day. Right? So what is the smallest thing they can do to make a positive step towards their side hustle? Well, make a, make a daily... Routine, right? Make something daily. So, so I, I get up, and I'm not bragging about this, but I get up, and and I pray, right? Mm-hmm. And then before I get up early enough now where I have half an hour, um, you know, because I have to take, uh, I have to wait an hour before I eat. Okay. Right? After I take some medicine. So then, uh, so then I go down, and I learn something new. Like right now, I'm working on WordPress. Okay. Right. And I'm working on the SEO for the website. Right. How does it how does it rate? And it's really, really low. So and then I I I learned what today my goal was to sit down and learn SEO. And okay, so what do I do on this keyword search or whatever it is, right? Right. And then how do I improve just that? Right. You've broken it down into a step. Right. And for people already stuck in procrastination. I'd suggest you're going to get up, you're going to write one um, one side hustle idea into a notebook, right? Mm-hmm. So first you're going to have to go get a notebook. Sure. You maybe have one in the closet, maybe you're going to go to the store and get a special one, whatever. You're going to get that notebook, you're going to put it by your bed, you're going to get up every morning, and you're going to write one idea for a side hustle in there, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to do that for a while. Then you're going to cross them off because they're not the right ones. But you're already thinking. You're starting. And then you're going to start researching. 
Mm-hmm. What would it take to do this? Well, sure. one piece at a time, right? That builds that thing and gets you past that procrastination. And there's a reward in it because you can see it in the physical world. Mm-hmm. Digitalists don't work for me. Right. And then on the days when you don't do it, so like on the weekend, right? Right. You're not getting up to go to work. Um, if you sleep in, then you notice when you don't do it and you actually miss it. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't you've got get, it, because because you failed to do the cue, right? Your cue. I woke up. Mm-hmm. I didn't go pray. I didn't go learn my one thing on WordPress, and your whole chain f- starts to fall apart. Sure. And that works kind of okay for like the weekends because you set in a new pattern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's the first rule: when you fail, don't miss two days in a row. Right. Yeah, and that's why because two days in a row becomes procrastination. Right, and that's why the. Doctors usually recommend that you wake up at the same time on the weekend that you did during the week. And what does that take? It takes going to bed at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It, right. It, it, and it's a process. And it you don't do it all at once. Mm-hmm. But you do one of those things, you know, so that you started your chain. Because you're going to chain these together. When I finish this one, I'm going to do this one. When I finish this one, I'm going to do this one. And you're giving yourself a reward, right? You're either mm-hmm. doing the habit tracking thing if that works for you, or you know, if I finish these three habits in a row, then I get to have a quiet moment with a cup of tea, sure. or I get to go play with a dog, or I get to go prune or, or a you, bush, or, or, or you well, gamify it, right? So that's exactly what you're yeah. doing. You're game whatever the reward is for you, because everybody's different. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. some people can do. I'm going to do these things all day. Right. And then I get a quiet bath for 10 or 20 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. That is their reward and they're okay waiting for it. Some sure. people need an instant reward. And the harder the habit is for you, the more you need to create an instant reward, whether that's the habit tracker or getting to play a game on your phone or getting to check Twitter or whatever, right? Right. And that's those rewards. Yeah, exactly. But you got you you got to figure out your awards for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe your best thing would be to start with a list of things. What do I feel rewards me? And this gets you started, right? But the other thing you got to start doing is if you are really going to change, mm-hmm. you've got to start turning that into an "I am this now." Sure. I am going to do it at this time. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up, when I leave for work, when I get home. Right. So you have an exact time. Mm-hmm. You're going to track it so you get your reward or whatever that reward is that works for you. But you've got to stop doing something else because exactly. you are no longer that other thing. Exactly. So one. So you've got to reverse this project. Yeah. One process. good one good example that you shared, I think it was after we stopped the recording last week, was social media. Use social media, but don't have it use you. Right. Yes. That so was as a you topic are, for an upcoming one. Yeah. That yeah. Was exactly. After. So yeah. if you if if you are setting up your side hustle, eventually you're going to have to have some social media presence. But it's very easy to get sucked in, especially like I said last week. Twitter is like cracked to me. You know. Right. It's a reward for you. Yeah. Exactly. And and the better thing to do is is to um is to determine with those boundaries that social media especially when you're doing a identity online right you're this is your business online it is your marketing it is not your liking this meme right it's not watching cat videos yeah that, that that's the right 
no one's watching cat videos on Twitter, at least no, that this, I know. Today, Maybe I should go look. If you get on there and then you have a plan, mm-hmm. you get on there, you do your post, you know, like I have. You I, do your interactions and stuff. You can do your but, interactions. But, but, but what would be best for you mm-hmm. is to take that one activity that you want to get that you can't get past the procrastination on. Mm-hmm. If I do this small step, then I get to make my Twitter post. Yeah, but it's also making boundaries around that Twitter post. Right, Because, you you know, when you're doing a side hustle or whatever, you're not going to be liking stuff that, you know, somebody's going to say, what the heck? This ruins your identity, right? It doesn't... It it affects what people say about you. Exactly. And that therefore affects your brand. Yeah. So, Thriving the Future podcast... Twitter account mm-hmm. should not necessarily be liking cows sliding down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it does, it shouldn't be liking a hundred of them videos. Yeah. So that listeners are not flooded with thriving the podcast loved putting it like this. Yeah, sure. Because that distracts from mm-hmm. your message. It's distracting enough when it comes up and says thriving the future follows this person, and then it's a cow slide down right the and the most important thing to do with some of these things mm-hmm. is there's that little ellipse the three dots in the corner sure you can tap that and then you can say i don't want to see posts like this anymore mm-hmm. now what's going to happen is they're going to wait it's about two and a half weeks they're going to show you a flood of them mm-hmm. and you have to stick to your habit and say i don't want to see this i don't want to see this i don't want to see because you're going to program the algorithm and it's going to tempt you because it knows that if you said you didn't want to watch it, but you were watching them before, you're trying to change it. We need all your attention on right. Twitter. Right. So they're yeah. going to feed you your crack at the point where you're just getting started. Right. Because Twitter knows pretty much how old you are, what gender you are. You they're know. watching everything you like. They've yeah. tracked everything you've ever liked. They've mm-hmm. mapped it to your email account. They've mapped all that. They've mapped all your friends. All your friends are still doing it. Mm-hmm. This comes to another one. Sometimes you have to get new friends. Right. Yeah, I've got all kinds Al- of stories Alcoholics that. have had to do this. <clears throat> right. Drug addicts have had to do this. Mm-hmm. I had to decide that I was not going to hang out with people that didn't do. People that said they were a permaculturist but never did anything. Right. Or that I had to say, I am the sum total of the people I spend my most time around. Mm-hmm. These people are not doers, and it's interfering with my intention to be a doer. Right. And I had to change how much time I was spending with them. Absolutely. So what else can we do from a designing that intentional life, right? So designing that intentional life requires knowing what you intend to do. Mm -hmm. And who do I want to be, right? Well, once you know what you want to do, then -hmm. you ask yourself this one question. Someone who does that does what every day? Hmm. Okay. Someone that is doing that does these things every day. And you make lists. Mm -hmm. And on paper is better. Sure. It changes, one, the brain pathway that is used when it's written in versus typing. And it puts it in the real world where it becomes more real and tangible. Sure. On the screen, it's seeable, but it doesn't feel it's, tangible. Yeah, it's not... It's abstract. And there, it's, there are yeah. studies on this. We could find links. Correct. But th- this, this is known. And so you're going to make that list. This And, and you just keep building that, just like that 
we did for you know starting your side hustle. What is a side hustle idea? What does this person do every day? Mm -hmm. And you write those down and you look at them and you go, okay, what's one step I can do so that I'm doing that once a year, once a month, once a week? Every couple of days, mm -hmm. every right, and you just build that in, and as you build that in, you're going to find something else to leave off. And what you have to do is go: what cues these activities I don't want to do anymore? Is it that I come home and I turn on the TV, and so I turn on the news? Then you have to hide the remote, <laughs> right? Right, because your remote is the cue. Yeah, because if you come the home... The TV's enough of one. Yeah, if you come home and, and you're, you put on your workout clothes, your sweats... Right. And then you sit on the couch like a couch potato and turn on the TV, then now you've you've made the sweats your, your chill-out clothes. Right. Yeah. And it, it takes some stuff. So if there's something you need to cut out, mm -hmm. you've got to remove the cue to do it. Right. If you're going to go paleo and not eat potato chips, you don't buy more at the store and put them in the cupboard. Ah, Mm-hmm. Right. Because when you have that weak moment and you're, I need to eat something because I just need to eat something, and you open the cupboard and it's not there, you can't eat it. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to do that with everything. Sure. So if I find myself talking about a side hustle all the time, but I'm not doing, then I have to create myself a cute, wait a minute, I've been talking about a side hustle and not doing anything I need to stop that. Right. And so I'm going to do something now. Mm -hmm. So that doing something becomes the reward and it starts interrupting that behavior. Because it actually takes you a whole year to set a pattern. Yeah. And because then, our brain works that way. Right. And the next year, you make that pattern deeper, right? Mm -hmm. And the next one, the next. And after several years, you've got that new pattern. Thank you for listening to the Thrive in the Future podcast. Check us out on our website, thriveinthefuture.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at ThrivingTheFute, and come join our community chat on Telegram. It has a link in the website. This podcast was produced by Scott, the Freedom Farmer.